almost through. I'm almost through. When I start preaching series, I preach them long. Because I try to make sure that uh, we get everything we can get out of it. What is this series about? Oh, let me back up. What's the name of the series? Let's try it again. Thank you, thank you. Now, why is it 22-16-38? Why is it 22-16-38? Oh, don't hurt me now. Don't hurt me now. Why? Well, okay, I understand. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Huh? All right. I'll tell you. Sixteen parables out of the 38 parables that Jesus told was dealing with giving, which leaves 22 that he was talking about something else. 16 out of 38 parables, he talks about giving. And the rest he talks about something else. So I'm saying to you, it was important to Jesus that you give. Can I get an amen? Amen. And we're talking about this still part of our stewardship because I started late. We're talking about giving your what? Your time. In verse 22 of Matthew, what chapter? Thank you. We've been dealing with cleaning my heart for growth. We're dealing with removing the hindrances that keeps us from doing God's will. Now, I don't think there's anyone here that can say that they do everything that God asked them to do. But it is our responsibility, as Jesus teaches us, to remove those things that hinder us from doing his will. Are you with me? So when I started with um, Matthew and I got down to the 22nd verse, Jesus mentions about the sower that sows the seed in the thorn bush. And I went over to Luke. Y'all remember that? Luke what? And verse 14 to show the parallel with Matthew what? 13, 22. It's a little more clear in Luke. 
of what Matthew says about the seed that has been thrown among thorn bush. Thorn bush is a weed. It grows anywhere. It doesn't need your help. And if you don't get rid of it, it'll grow back. And if you don't pull the roots out, even though you shed some seeds there, that thorn bush will overtake the seed. Now, the seed is the word of God. The word of God. The word of God is the seed. And that seed is planted in your heart. It's planted in your heart. I'm, 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 I, I want to lay a little foundation because I'm going to get through with the 22nd verse today. But, but watch this. It's not planted in your mind. It's planted in your heart. Well, the difference is that God speaks to the heart Amen. to change the mind. Watch this. Watch this. When the Bible says that God speaks in silence, a lot of people think that sometimes you got to go into a quiet room, quiet place to hear God. I'm not saying you don't. I'm simply saying that's really not the main thing he was saying when the Bible says God speaks in silence. One of the most silent places in anybody's life is in their heart. It's very quiet there. And any sound in the heart will make a total difference in your life. Now, we have learned how to hear a lot of sounds in our mind. Y'all not looking at me and talking to me. In our mind, we have all kind of voices going on, all kind of things we got to do. Like right now, many of you sitting here calculating how much money you're going to spend on a Super Bowl party in your mind. Otherwise, this when God speaks, He speaks to the heart because that's what He reads among all men. Because it's really in the heart of man that man really moves. What's in your heart? Oh, okay, okay, all right, all righty, all right. Watch this, watch this. So when God speaks, He speaks in the heart. And if you really want to follow God's voice, you listen to it from your heart. So therefore. Cleaning your heart, moving hindrances from your heart allows you to hear God speak to you. You can be in a quiet room all you want to, but if you're not listening from your heart, you won't hear God. And that's how God speaks, because guess what? It is in the heart of man. All right, now that I kind of laid that foundation, we're going to finish this. We're going to finish this verse 22 by using Luke 8.14. Remember Luke 8.14 says this. 
And that which fell amongst the thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked with cares. Remember that? Riches. And here it is. Pleasures of this life. And being not fruit to perfection. Okay, let's deal with that. That'll end me up with verse 22 and help us understand about giving God our time, our talent, and our what? Our tithe. Okay. Remember now, Jesus teaching outside the church because church people threw him out. Church people is known to throw folk out that should be in. They throw him out because so he didn't sound like a child of God. So Jesus decided that he's going to teach outside the temple. And he decided he's going to teach the Gentiles how to have a relationship with God. A question you need to constantly ask yourself. How is your relationship with God? Not just every now and then, but every moment, every second, every day. Look at your neighbor. Ask them, how is your relationship with God? You really don't want to know. When speaking the truth, it may and possibly hurt a lot of people. But in speaking the truth, you are speaking that which is need to be said, need to be heard, and need to be done. One of the most dangerous things that you can do is deny a person the truth because you don't want to hurt them. The other thing, it's not good to tell them the truth while you're mad. That's when you add on some things that's not about truth, but about who? You. So here, Luke gives us a clear understanding of uh, this word pleasure. We already talked about cares. We already talked about riches. Uh, uh, Now we're going to deal with pleasure. Who doesn't like pleasure? Who doesn't? The other, the last time I kept Amaya, um, I had my hand on her neck and back, and I was massaging her. And she said, ooh, Papa, that feels good. Keep doing it. And then no sooner than I stopped, she said, Papa, don't stop. 
who doesn't like pleasure? So here when Luke and Matthew use this word pleasure, let's, let's, let's get a really good understanding. I, I appreciate some people telling me that uh, in my teaching and preaching that I make it plain and can understand what the scripture says, and that is my intent. That is my intent. That is how I try to preach and teach the word of God, that you will really understand and not be left with just the verse and the words. Pleasure. Let's understand pleasure. Because pleasure does a lot of things to us. <laughs> now, from a biblical stance, uh, pleasure has two words that I think will help us grab on to uh, what Luke and Matthew is trying to tell us. Because they say that pleasure can choke or press against the word of God to mess you up. Now, I know you don't want to hear it, but pleasure has two words I want to give to you. One is enjoyment. Look at your neighbor say enjoyment. And delight. Sounds like uh, what we do when we eat. Have enjoyment and delight. Two words that come from this word pleasure is enjoyment and delight. Stay with me now. Matthew warns us about enjoyment and delight because he says it will choke the word of God. Now, I know you're saying to yourself, but I like pleasure. I like pleasure. I like pleasure. Well, Pleasure can hinder you from doing what God wants you to do. Amen? Come on now, 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 work out with me. Now, 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 I don't do a lot of jumping and moving back and forth and telling stories. I'm going to give you just what the word of God says and hopefully that you can, all of us can live better. Well, it can hinder us from being and doing what God has asked us to do. Enjoyment brings on the sense of being satisfied. When you enjoy something, you bring on that sense of being satisfied. I enjoy that. Watch this. Uh, when you go hear your favorite group play and you walk away you say I en en enjoy that now uh, uh, the, the reason I, I I enjoy Beyonce because I, I like the way she moves up on stage I don't know none of her songs but I enjoy that girl that girl works out some of y'all husband look at mama say, can you do that? <laughs> Enjoyment brings on a sense of satisfaction and 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 you seek that. You seek to be satisfied from enjoyment. That's what caused some of us not to go to some things like church. Because I don't enjoy some things at church. 
You know, it's all right until he started talking about giving me money. I, I, I'm not satisfied with that. I, I don't enjoy that. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't enjoy when, he, when the church asks us to do something outside our normal hour and a half at church. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not satisfied with that. But within enjoyment, there is some sense of satisfaction. There's another word that comes out of this word pleasure, and it's, 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 it's called delight. Delight. Now, now listen to me. Listen to me. Delight has uh, two sense of feelings to it. Um, it has the sense of being uh, satisfied. When you delight, it's a satisfaction. I, 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 I delight in this. Uh, some of y'all going to delight in who wins the you know, Super Bowl. Some of you won't be satisfied. All right. But in delight, there's a, a sense of being satisfied. Satisfaction. Now, now keep up with me. Now, the second little, little, little understanding in delight is that it's, uh, it provides a sense of pleasure. Now, 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 let's understand what I'm saying because cause, cause this, this pleasure produce some sense of happiness. I want you to keep up with this because when, when I start putting it all together, you're going to have to think it through if you're not listening to me. So look at your neighbor and say, wake up. Okay, okay I, I know you ain't selling. It's, it's, it's in delight. There's a sense of being satisfied and, and being happy. Y'all stay with me? So we have these two words that comes out of this word pleasure. And something, I, something that I always used to wonder about when you look up a word, why is it sometimes in a dictionary, the words you're looking up, they use that same word to define the words you're looking up? So let's go over this. Because I use a lot of the same words to define the word that I'm trying to define. And I'm trying to make sense out of it for you because I don't think you'll be able to do it if you don't take this home and study it. A lot of times what we do is listen to the word. We write down a few little notes and a whole nine yards. And then we put it in our pocket, our purse, or leave it at church or something like that. And then what? Let's make some sense out of what I said about pleasure, which has two words as what? Enjoyment and delight. And enjoyment and delight, let's look at that so that we can really home in on what I'm trying to say about it. Come with me. The word pleasure has at least two definitions coming out of it, and that's enjoyment and delight. Pay attention to me now. Both of these definitions has the word satisfied. It has a sense of feeling of being satisfied. Right? Now, if that's the case, we have to look at the word satisfied since it's in both words, delight and enjoyment. You feel like you're in school, don't you? You want to get up and yell and, and, and do a, a, 
give each other fights, don't you? You want to yell and scream and that right back. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. But you know what? You're going to scream a whole lot more when Satan get on you and you don't know how to get him off of you. And I, I'm going to probably cut myself on off so you won't call me. I, I, I'm off a tickle why uh, uh, members go to big churches but come to me for help. All righty. Therefore, let's talk about satisfaction. Let's talk about being satisfied. Satisfied or satisfaction is a fulfillment of one's wishes, expectations, or needs, or the pleasure that derives from it. Did you get it? Did you get it? One more time. I don't mind giving it to you one more time. Satisfied or, be, or satisfaction is the fulfillment of one's wishes, your wishes, fulfillment of your wishes, your expectations, or your need to have pleasure that derives from these things. Does that make sense? See, I need to have some pleasure. Now, since I need to have some pleasure, what do I wish to please? And whatever that is, I'm expecting and looking for the pleasure from doing it. Like I said, um, uh, I said this some time ago. I, I met a lady, and I met a lady, and uh, um, she was telling me how she likes to exercise and how she likes to walk and how she really gets turned on exercising and, and all that and whole nine yards. And I just sat there and listened to her. And I just had to say after a while, I said, well, you know what? I'm just going to be honest with you. I find no pleasure in running the hell out of me and sweating and jumping up and going out pushing up. I, don't find, I know I need to do it, but I find no pleasure in it. It don't turn me on like that, but everybody got, everybody got, you know, something to turn them on. And when you're in a relationship, you got to figure out what turns on. Y'all not, y'all got quiet, did you? Y'all got quiet. That's what's wrong with some marriages because you don't care about pleasing the other. You just want yo. I got mine, you get yo. But you got to be concerned about people's pleasure, especially in a relationship. Okay, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Um, uh, 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 I'm going to say this. To be satisfied 
has to be dealt with in a certain way and not any kind of way. I'm still talking about pleasure. Pleasure looks at enjoyment and delight. And the enjoyment and delight looks at being satisfied. You got that, didn't you? And watch this. Since being satisfied comes from your wishes and your expectations, watch this. You have to deal with where does that come from? Where does that come from? You, you, you know, it's, 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 it's almost like if you don't find out the source, you always have the issue. Huh? Uh when you have a leak in your radiator, I know one of the things you want to do for a quick fix is put that stop leak in your radiator. But that won't solve. Let me go here. Let me go ahead and do, deal with this and, and, and let you guys uh, go home and watch somebody on TV. Pleasure, enjoyment, delight, being satisfied comes from one thing. And if you haven't figured it out by yet, it comes from one thing. It comes from your desires. Your desires is what eggs you on to pleasure, enjoyment, huh, delight, and being satisfied. Now, you're going to tell me, well, uh, well, my desires, well, is that bad? Is that good? Well, let me see if I can help you with that. Uh, here's some wisdom. Everybody has desires. Everybody has desires, and those desires build into your pleasure. What makes you say that uh, 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 I want this? I want that, I want the other. Every one of us have desires. And with that desires, you have to deal with the pleasure principle. The pleasure principle. All right, come on now, I understand, I understand the pleasure principle. The, pre the, the pleasure principle is this. It's the driving force within us to immediately gratification. Immediately we want gratification. That's the pleasure principle of our desires and urge us to avoid pain. You wouldn't want pleasure if you had pain. You want pleasure because there's no pain. It gratifies us to always to enjoy and delight and to be satisfied. Right. 
But we all have desires. We all built with these desires in us. Here is a biblical truth. God does not have a problem with pleasure. God does not have a problem with you having pleasure. Not at all. Well, God don't want me to do that. God doesn't have a problem with you going to see the Falcons. God doesn't have a problem with you drinking wine. If he had a problem with you drinking wine, he wouldn't have put taste buds in your mouth. God don't have a problem with me looking at Beyonce. If he, if he had a problem with me looking at Beyonce dancing, he would not give me no eyes. Because I don't know, I, I don't know how y'all sit. I'm just going to talk for myself. Yes, sir. I ain't one of them folks stay up in the Bible like you think. I don't stay up in the Bible every day, all week long. Yes, sir. I got other stuff that I find pleasure in. And I am, don't mind saying, and a man of God. Oh, you, oh, 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 you look at that? Oh, you read that? Oh, you go there? I don't have a problem with me going to the bar and grill. God don't have a problem with me going to see the Parliament Funkadelics. God don't have a problem with me slow dancing and dipping. You ain't gonna like what I'm getting ready to say. No, you ain't. 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 No, you ain't gonna like what I'm getting ready to say. Now I ain't got nothing to clean up. Cause it is. God don't have a problem with me smoking marijuana. It's, it might be a, a, a problem for y'all Christians, but it's not a problem for Christ. Followers. Well, uh, I mean, because God made us. He gave us five senses. God made an Oktoberfest. I know y'all don't want to claim it. Y'all go up to Helen, Georgia. And, and, and this is what you say, well, Pastor, I'm going to Helen, Georgia, because I want to see the trees change colors. I see this in history how Christians just fix it up. But I want to tell you the truth. 
It is a beautiful sight to see what God does with the changing of seasons. And, 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 and because God changes the seasons such, he also gives us eyes to enjoy the beauty of nature. But don't lie about it. Also finish it. I'm going up to Helen, Georgia. I'm going to enjoy the train changing of the colors of the leaves, and I'm going to drink some German beer. I'm going beer sampling. Now listen what Jesus declared, because here's the biblical truth. Jesus declared, the thief comes only to steal. Now remember, don't get that out of order. Don't get that out of order because what happens when Satan comes, he don't kill first. No, he don't destroy first. He steals. See, that's how they got messed up in the garden. They couldn't get it right. See, and this is what uh, uh, Matthew and Luke is saying about hindrances and how Satan comes to mess you up. He comes to first to steal the word of God. The problems we have because we don't have the word of God. He steals that from you first. Because without the word of God, you have no way. You have no light in the darkness. And once he gets the light from you, then you, you're lost in the darkness, and now he can kill you. Because you don't know what you're doing. And once he kills you, he pretty much destroyed everything else. Can I get a witness? All right, watch this. I have come. Watch this. He said, still kill and destroy. Now, listen to what he says. I have come that they may have life. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. And have it to the fullest or abundantly. Now, what I like about that fullness and abundant, that means to, to enjoy everything. For you to have, see, in that abundant, in that fullness, it means pleasure. He came that you can have that pleasure. God ain't trying to take pleasure from you. God has nothing against pleasure. He created you to enjoy pleasure. I hear people all the time, well, Pastor. Now, now, now that's John 10, 10 in case you don't. I hear people talk to me all the time when I ask them, well, you know, we got this going on, we got this guy going on at church and whole nine yards. And they would say to me quickly, um, I got a life. I don't know about you. As if, as if I don't have a life. Because what you're doing, you feel is giving you pleasure, and I'm trying to take pleasure from you. You gonna tell me you got a life and I don't got one? I, 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 don't, I don't have a life. Or, or maybe when you do things, I don't do it, and when I do things, you don't do it. 
but I got a lot of pleasure in my life. Just don't come over and be and be peeping in my window browser. The fact is that the things that God offers us is often perverted. The things that God gives us a pleasure is perverted. Somebody does something to it and mess it up. Just because society says that the things that they offer you is pleasurable, does not mean that it is pleasing to God. But God do want you to have pleasure, but because the things the world offer you, everything the world offer you is not pleasing to God. Now, now, now here we go. Now, now we're getting ready to understand the pleasure. He don't want to take, get that clear, he doesn't want to take pleasure from you. But that don't mean it's acceptable with God. So then, oh, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. So then, so then if that's the case, let's look at something. Um, God is not opposed to you having pleasure. He's not trying to take the pleasurable things from you. Well, if that's the case, then, um, Pastor, you, you just got up there and said, uh, uh, God don't have a problem with me getting it. And if, I, if you say that to somebody, they say, hold on one minute. God does have a problem with you drinking. You know, I'm not for this thing, don't drink on Sundays and shutting everything down. No, no, that ain't me. I mean, Southern Baptists and all the mother folks and all of y'all real Christians. It, it don't make, it, it, it don't make no difference. It don't make no difference when you let folk buy, buy alcohol. God doesn't, God doesn't have a problem with you drinking. I know this is messing you up, but it is on the word. What the problem he has is when you break his laws. Because it, the, the word says, oh, you can drink, but don't get. Oh, 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 that's a law. He didn't say you didn't, you couldn't drink, but he said, but watch what it does to you. So if, some, if this makes you forget the priorities of God, then he got a problem with. Uh-huh, that's right. See, see, see the issue of, of dancing, because we couldn't dance coming up. The issue with dancing is not that, uh, because dancing brings a lot of pleasure. But, but the issue with dancing is, watch this. What do you do with dancing that breaks the law of God? You know, you know, watch this. You can dance and not tempt somebody, and you can dance and tempt somebody. And you know that's what you do. You know that's what you do. 
You know, look, I'm going to get his attention. Oh, I'm going to get her attention. I mean, you know, you know, guys come in here and I, I'm, 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 I'm not mad at you. You got six pack. You got your chest built. Whole nine yards. You got your britches real tight and everything. That gives you pleasure about your body at home. Have a problem with that, but but are you trying to tempt somebody? I heard somebody say, "Yeah." See, 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 see. God don't want you to 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 dress to tempt. God don't want to take away the Super Bowl. But when the Super Bowl moves from, moves from, watch this, from third to fourth to first, that's the issue with God. God says, put me first in everything you do. And if you put God first in everything you do, you've got to consider his word. And when we seek pleasure, we've got to make sure that our pleasure is not violating the laws of God. nothing wrong with you going on vacation all the time and going everywhere the whole nine yards but 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 is it pushing God out of first God don't want you to be poor not at all he finds no joy in you being poor and he didn't make you poor but when you break the laws of God about giving, not giving to him first, not giving to him first. See, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. You, 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 can, you can deal with this any kind of way you want to because everybody can tell you something to make you feel like you're right. Okay. Okay. Now, watch this. When you talk about giving of your time, you say, I'm under the new covenant. I have grace. And I'm just about where I need to be on all this grace stuff. Grace, grace, grace. It is, it is, it is grace. But watch this. Watch this. When you read into the New Testament and it talks about a generous giver, you didn't take the time to look it up, did you? Because a generous giver is one who gives above what is asking. Pow, God wants a generous gift and a cheerful one at that. What well, being cheerful is a choice. Now, I'll be honest with you. There's been times I, I have no cheerfulness about me giving my time. I ain't going to say anything like, oh, boy, I just... I'm so happy, 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 happy. There's times I can do other stuff with my talent and my time. Don't think you're going to feel good about it all the time, but it's what God asks for. That's how you keep him first. Well, you know, Pastor, the Bible says, that God will give you the, the, the desires of your heart. 
take some time and really understand that, as I'm saying here, with pleasure. Your pleasure is based on within the limits of God and what he requires of you. Not whatever you want, whatever you want within the limits that God has given us. And he will give you that. Now, God, oh, Lord, have, have mercy. God is not going to give you no Lamborghini. Because you desire it. If you don't have the money, the finances and everything to come along with it in order to support it. And we got to remember when it comes to pleasure, we got to know where God is in our lives and keeping him first. Well, Pastor, I don't have to be at church every Sunday. No, you don't have to be at church every Sunday. No, you don't. No, you don't. Mm-mm. You don't have to be every Sunday. But, you know, can you at least come one time out of the month? And here's what. Luke says, Luke says, pleasure will crowd out the word of God and choke it. If you don't put a handle on it and keep God first. Tell you one thing, kill me, man. You, 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 you. You ask God to put somebody in your life. Because for some reason you think that's going to bring you pleasure. And it's okay because we all done it. I just need somebody. And when you get them, you used to be in church every day. Every Sunday. You was a Sunday school teacher too. Now that you got somebody, and, and you ain't going to say nothing until the pastor notice you ain't been here for a while. And then what happens is that you find yourself spending all your time with your new friend, where you used to spend most of your time with God. But now you got this person you were designed for, not to say that God gave it to you, but that's what you wanted. Now, you're spending all your time with that person instead of God, and God has an issue with it. Because you got to keep God first. Why is it if, 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 if you're going to be with the person all night, you can't get up the same time you used to to come to church? Why you got to lay in past time? It's because of pleasure. Pleasure, I just love you. I just love you. Why is if you're going to stay out all night and have a party and stay out all night, you can't put some time in there to make sure you come home, change clothes, freshen up, and come to church. I know you're going to go to sleep in church, but at least you got a chance for somebody to holler at you. Wake up! 
understand what he's saying. He said, pleasure is all right with God. Just don't make it first in your life. Check with God's word. Check with God's word. Oh, I know folks let me. Well, you know, I don't like it. He talked about smoking marijuana. Let me see if I can do it this way. Number one, you can smoke tobacco and you don't have a problem with it. Now, tobacco doesn't give you no pleasure at all. Smoking tobacco do not give you any pleasure at all. You choose for it to give you pleasure. Because right on the side, watch this, right on the side of the cigarette package, says, warning. Cause is what? But I'm delighted because I choose to smoke. Now I know it. And then, and then you're going to come to me and say, Pastor, I got cancer. Will you pray for me? No. Y'all laughing, but I'm serious. No, I'm praying for you. You've been smoking. They told you no. But you found pleasure in it. But, Pastor, you talked about marijuana. Well, yes, I did. You know why? Because, number one, marijuana plant is natural. It's natural. Oh, y'all got quiet. It's natural. It's natural. And the word of God said this. He said he has given us. The herbs for healing. Physician, heal yourself. Well, Patrick, they they do recreational smoking. Well, that's what they do. But God said, if it's there to heal you, then go by what God said. Use it for what it is intended for. Pastor, what you're doing is open up ways for people to start abusing. That's their choice. That's their choice. That's their choice. They know. They know. But that's their choice of pleasure. I'm going to close right here on this because I'm going to finish verse 22. Whenever you indulge in pleasure, Check with the direction. It's called the Bible. Check with the direction, what's called the Bible, and see if you are not violating something that God has set parameters. Too much is just as bad as not enough. What about your time? If you're spending more time on pleasure and less time on what God is calling you to do, then God ain't satisfied with that pleasure. 
Am I making it clear? Huh? If you're spending more of your time on trying to get pounds for some talent, want to go to Hollywood because you got talent because everybody got talent. God gave everybody talent. That you're busy running around trying to get known instead of doing what God has called you to do, then guess what? You violated your pleasure, your talent. And I'm going to leave on this one. You know I'm going to talk about tithes, don't you? You know I'm going to talk about tithes. You know I'm going to talk about tithes, don't you? You know I'm going to talk about tithes, don't you? Thank you, Sharon. You, 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 you're about one of my best members here, you know? Let me see. Pay God last or give to God last after you have taken out everything else. God finds no pleasure in that. But Pastor, you don't understand. I got to pay all these bills. If you Take out last because God had a direction on that. He says, give me first. Give me first. First of everything. 